Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Happy Saturday, September 25th. This is episode five of Elijah Fire, and today we have Jennifer Martin on here. I'm super, super, super stoked. I'm always stoked. Every episode, I'm always stoked. Really excited to see what the Holy Spirit's going to do in your lives. We're super encouraged by the comments um, and even just some of the fulfillment of some of the words that we've given out, the guests, and even I've had the pleasure of doing that as well. Uh, So again, I say this every episode, thank you so much for your guys' support. Um, Okay, so um, my guest today is Jennifer Martin. And a lot of you who are subscribed to the Elijah List or have been following Elijah Streams, uh, we had Jennifer Martin on last year. So if you have not checked out the last episode we did, which was about a year ago, a year ago and some change, um, it's fantastic. And we were talking about it before the show as well. But her and her husband, Monday or Mundy, if you're from the South, um, <laughs> she she educated me on that. I did not know that. Um, they are the founders of Contagious Love International. And they've been going around the world and they've been doing deliverances and seeing signs and wonders. And she's got, they have a powerful, powerful ministry. Um, and she's got some really cool things that her and her ministry, her and her husband, um, they've been up to. And so without any further ado, let's bring in Jennifer. Hello, hello. Hey, thank you for being on the show. Oh, I am so excited. Yeah. And I'm yeah. excited about what God's been doing through your guys' ministry. So um, let's just, let's get right into it. Cause there's a lot of, a lot of material to cover um, a lot of great testimonies. Um, so why don't you just talk about um, what started back in April and what's kind of been still going on today? Okay. So my husband, Mundy, because I'm from Tennessee, <laughs> And I have been in ministry 20 years and traveled the world, done crusades and mission outreaches and many nations. I think we've gone to like 28 nations, but we have never encountered the level of glory and power and miracles and what the Holy Spirit is doing that started on April 22nd this year. So we started uh, believing in our heart for a tent revival and we'd never done one before. And we just said, you know what, let's do a tent revival. And we just stepped out in faith. And on day one of dreaming with God, God randomly had a person that had never given to our ministry before give us the largest donation we had ever seen. Mm. And it was the day we said yes to God. Who knows when you say yes to God, He is going to provide for you when you don't have the provision because you said yes. And so it was everything we needed, literally everything we needed to run and do everything for this tent revival. So it started off as four days and um, we just said, this is going to be a nice little four day tent revival and God is going to move. And boy, did God ever move. I had no idea that the Holy Spirit was going to come in. And literally the only way I can phrase this is he wrecked it. Yeah. Like he wrecked it. There was no, you couldn't have a structure if you wanted to, because people were getting moved on by the Holy Spirit during worship. And like little kids are getting moved on. Adults are getting moved on. People are crying. People are getting saved. People are getting healed. People are getting Mm -hmm. delivered. Mm -hmm. And it was just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I can't explain it. Like it, we couldn't stop. So we kept going day after day. Yeah. So before we go any farther, we have a video, it's sort of a compilation of those tent tent meetings. So yeah. 
Michael, go ahead and play that first clip. Wow. Man, that looks that looks awesome. Makes me cry every yeah. time I see it. Yeah. It's just so and, beautiful. And you before the show, you were saying that a lot of people were believers that were being set free from stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. At least ninety nine percent of the people that are getting deliverance, they're getting saved, they're getting rebaptized, they're recommitting their heart to God. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing marriages healed. We're seeing atheist teenagers come to the Lord because they see demons manifesting. So yeah. the power of God is undeniable. And when it's yeah. undeniable, people, they have to reconsider their thoughts, their whatever, whatever they think God is. They're, they mm-hmm. they have to revisit that and say, wait a second, I have to respond to this. So power yeah. demands a response. Yeah. So So yeah. you're saying that there are some people... That got saved because they saw demons manifesting in people. Absolutely. Isn't that crazy? Like, I remember when I became a believer, that was something that I started to see. And I I wasn't from a church that even did that. A lot of people know that. Uh, But, you know, it's undeniable. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, okay. Yeah. And that is weird. It's weird how something so dark like that can actually solidify your walk with the Lord. Um, And help you grab onto the authority that you have. And so... Uh, but let's right. talk a little bit about something that you, you know, what I kind of started with this, which was that you saw believers being delivered. And yes. I kind of want to talk a little bit about that um, because there are some people who are watching this show. They're like, wait a minute. I thought if I was a Christian, I've been a new creation in Christ. And uh, so what is she talking about? And so wait. I just kind of want to give the floor to you to kind of talk about why that is, why that happens. Right. Biggest question. Can a Christian have a demon? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'll explain Mm -hmm. it as quick as I can. Um, Remember the story in the Bible where Jesus goes and he encounters Legion who responded to him. um, You know, we are many. We meaning more than one spirit was in that body, more than one evil spirit was in that Mm -hmm. body. So I tell people when you are born again, you and you get filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he he makes your spirit born again. You know, your spirit becomes born again and you become a new creation. Right. So you become a created being that is a spiritual being filled with the Holy Spirit. But you have a soul where the soul and the body is where the demons can inhabit. They can come in and they can. Uh, they can fill your your soul up through open doors of sin, uh, generational sin, curses, unrepented sin, unforgiveness. These things can allow the demons to come in. And um, so I, I look at it this way: you know, when you when you die and you and you think, okay, I'm going to go to heaven. You know, does your does your soul go to heaven? It doesn't go to heaven, right? Your spirit goes to heaven. So although your spirit is renewed, saved, sanctified, washed, filled mm-hmm. with the Holy Ghost, that is absolutely true. People can live their whole life that way and still have demon oppression on their life and mm-hmm. they die and they still go to heaven because they are saved. 
And but see those demons that were entered that had entered their life that caused sickness, oppression, cycles, whatever it is, those things are going to leave. Right. They can't go with them. So that shows how there can be a cohabitation, if you will, which is why people struggle and they feel like they're in a war. They're like one day they're yielded to God and the next day they're struggling in sin. What is that? Well, it's probably some demonic oppression that you don't realize is there. Mm. But we have walked through taking people through deliverance and the Holy Spirit shows me exactly what to deal with and you can be free. But yes, 99% of the people that personally had demons speaking out of them um, to my face, um, absolutely, it was a demon. There was no question about it. Um, Some of the videos you can watch of our stuff, you can tell uh, there's no question. And but 99%, yeah, they had a devil in them and they were tongue talking Christians right before that, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Robin Bullock. Yeah, uh, we have him on the show. Yeah, he a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about a testimony, how he was casting out. He was at some church service and all of a sudden the keyboard player started manifesting. Wow. <laughs> and the pastor's like afterwards is like, what in the world? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I, I mean, I don't know. I just I'm I'm just here. He had a devil in him. I don't know what to tell you, you know. And uh, and so, um, yeah, I think that's really, really important to address. Yeah. The presence uh, is- of God is making them manifest. So I just want to explain, I'd never cast out a demon. Remember I said I've been in ministry 20 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've never cast out a demon personally, nor had one manifest in any of my services for 20 years until this tent started. No way. Wow. This is why I'm as shocked as everyone else. I tell people, listen, guys, I'm in the boat too, trying to figure out what Jesus is saying, what Mm -hmm. God is doing. I'm right there trying to Mm -hmm. fish, trying to cast my net you know, alongside everyone else. And as long as he's doing it, I just want to obey. I just want to yield. So yes, it started at the tent and it's happened every single service since April. In fact, I just did a deliverance last night. Yeah, dude. I'm (laughs) yeah. That I think here's the thing with, with this show that I've noticed and the guests that come on and you said something that was just like instantly brought some people at ease of just, you're like, I've never in 20 years, I've never seen this, you know, and it's undeniable. And you're like, I'm in the boat too. And I think that 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 phrase right there, I'm in the boat too, is summarizes what a lot of like every single guest that's been on this show so far has has basically said is is showing like, hey guys, this is not about this isn't the Jennifer Martin show. This isn't the Jeff Tharp show or the Steve Schultz show. This is this is about the whole body coming together in, in one accord, facing mm-hmm. the same direction. And uh, you know, being the body basically, and that it's all hands on deck Amen. and it's okay to not, I mean, like that takes some, you know, humility. I'm sure maybe you're at this point where you, you don't care, but, uh, admitting after 20 years of ministry, you've never seen something manifest. Um, you know, uh, that does take some humility. And I think that that's something that people are really going to appreciate. Um, Amen. but Something else that I wanted to point out uh, before we go on is just because something makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean it's wrong. Um, And I'd voiced on this show before, like the ways that I I was, I came from a very skeptical perspective when I came into the the charismatic um, and the prophetic is, is I was like, I don't know. But then there was always a part of me that was like, but if it's real, I want to experience it. And so God, I just lay that down. And so, yeah, like even the first time that I got slain in the spirit, I was like, oh my goodness, it's real. You know, like, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, and I want to say something about deliverance, like what you're saying, just it, just because it's uncomfortable. Um, I was down on the ground on, in the hay, like pulling hay out of people's hair. Mm -hmm. And, and while these demons were manifesting, I want to tell you something, you know, it's, they're not scary. They're weak. Okay. When, once you do deliverance, you realize how weak and ignorant that evil spirits are number one number two you realize how much authority you you have when you do it but the most beautiful thing about deliverance is the freedom that you Mm. see on their face when those spirits leave them and they know they're free and they will look at me and they'll grab me and we'll hug and we'll cry Mm. and then we'll laugh and it's just the most beautiful thing in the world and Mm. that's why i do it that's why i do it like literally i love seeing people free it's the most beautiful thing in the world. So deliverance shows the power of God as much as a miracle shows his power, as much as uh, salvation shows his power, you know, as much as, um, you know, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit shows his power. Deliverance shows his power. Mm-hmm. It is a sign to the believer and the unbeliever alike. Yeah, that's good. Amen. Yeah. So everybody especially if this is something that is new to you, don't, don't turn this off, like stick with it, you know, and I'll do my best to ask some questions that I may be feeling that some of you might be asking um, because um, God's ways are not our ways. And if you think you've got God pegged, uh, I got a newsflash for you. You do not. Uh, so uh, one thing that I thought was really cool is uh, you're seeing um kids even getting baptized in the Holy Spirit, getting their prayer language. Um, And so before we talk about that, uh, Michael, go ahead and play that second clip. getting blasted. (laughs) Oh, it was so beautiful. Every single service, we could not plan when we were going to minister or if we were going to minister. The Holy Spirit would start touching people in Mm. worship like that. Kids would come up and it wasn't somebody praying for them. This is what Mm. I love. I looked at that girl and she was already getting the Holy Ghost. Nobody was touching her. Nobody was touching her. Her face was blood red. Mm. She couldn't stop praying. She did that for I don't know how long. And the only wow. reason we got that on video is because she had already been doing it. Wow. So it drew our attention because like yeah. she was over there for the longest time weeping yeah. and praying in the Holy mm. Ghost. And so I was like, get the camera. You know, we wanted to capture it on video because it's beautiful. And I wanted yeah. people to see what was happening. But that was happening right during worship. Mm-hmm. Just kids and coming also, up. People like she wasn't in pain. God yeah. was just touching her. Yes. And yeah. So um so did, was this something that you started noticing immediately? Like back in April, you started noticing like even yes. kids getting baptized? Yes. 
I would ask people who's hungry for the Holy Spirit and the kids would run up front. Mm -hmm. They wanted the Holy Spirit. Awesome. And we would just pray and they would receive the Holy Spirit is the most beautiful thing. And the mm -hmm. many kids would weep. And some of them even had demons come out, y'all. Wow. I couldn't believe it yeah. that, that the power of God was moving so strong on children that trauma was coming out of them, mm. like deep pain. I'm talking wailing, children wailing pain coming out of them, oppression wow. coming out of them. It was so holy. It's hard for me to even talk about. I'll be wow. absolutely honest. Yeah. I even shied away from sharing about it for a long time mm -hmm. because I didn't know if I wanted to go there, mm. you know, because it's like a pearl, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's really sure. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But I do believe that, I mean, we've had, I've seen a lot of, you know, prophetic words, even just declarations on stage and in, in worship events. And mm -hmm. I've, I've them saying that like the generation, God is, God is raising up young, young children to be a generation for him. And um, absolutely. Yeah. I just, I've never even heard. I've personally never even heard of demons being cast out of children. Like mm -hmm. I, personally, I've never heard that. So that's, yeah, that's, it wasn't that's, many, many, it was a, a few, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was beautiful to see them free. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. And would you, I mean, maybe you don't even know, um, but even with like kids that the whole topic of kids, like, could some of those people, could it have been abuse? Could it have been that, that was an open door to that? Absolutely. Um, there's yeah. many reasons you would have to do a whole interview with me on deliverance, but of <laughs> well, why they should, come in, how they point, come yeah. in. Like, yeah. And I'm doing a school. Eventually I'm going to do a school on it because it's so needed. I, I find that I have to help people, even ministry teams and prayer teams do deliverance because they don't know how to get the demons out when they manifest because no. what I see, this isn't a Jennifer Martin anointing. This is the Holy spirit actually mm -hmm. doing this across the board. Mm -hmm. Anyone that is hungry for God right now, if you let the glory of God move in your services, we are getting reports from people that have even attended the revival or watched on live stream. They never wow. attended, but they watched. Mm -hmm. They have been reporting to us, get this, that their churches are now seeing manifesting demons and they're casting demons out. Wow. They are going to their workplaces. Demons are manifesting. They are casting demons out. They are seeing people get filled with the Holy Spirit. They are seeing the power of God move. And they it's on such a level that they are messaging us and emailing our ministry, telling us what is happening. Wow. So I said, this is not to be contained. And I will right. not contain it. And so this is God bringing his kingdom on earth like we've been crying out for. We mm -hmm. want deliverance. We want freedom. Well, friends, mm -hmm. it looks like something. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so God and is it, delivering his church. Yeah. That's really and, what's happening. And on top of that, I mean, like, as I've been lo was looking over your notes before, I was just like in watching the videos, I was like, this, this, um, this move of God that we're, we've been praying for is here, it's obviously. Here. But it yeah. started. It starts in the church. The repentance, yeah. the deliverance, you know, the exposure, even in some cases, starts in the church, and yes, that's absolutely. a painful. That it's a painful thing, but it's a it can be a painful thing. But also, it's a really beautiful thing. Um, yes. And so yes. Uh, it's it, it's and we're here. preaching that we're preaching repentance. We're preaching mm -hmm. holiness. Yeah. We're preaching like it's not hard. God loves you. He wants you to serve Him. Holiness mm -hmm. is not a 
you know, like being in prison, holiness is a beautiful thing. You're more Mm -hmm. free than you've ever been in your life. When you turn Mm -hmm. away from sin and like everything, you know, that grieves God and you just say, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm all in for Jesus. I'm Mm going to chase after him. I want him. I want God. I want his presence. Mm -hmm. I want his glory. And we went after this during the tent and we saw so many people set free in Mm. every area and people repenting, coming off drugs. I mean, marriages repenting to each other, holding each other at the altar and weeping together, husbands and wives. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So yeah, God is restoring us Mm. to what it's supposed to look like. Come on. Amen. I love that. I love that. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show. Okay, so uh, obviously we've been talking a lot about, uh, you know, a little bit about casting out demons. Um, but there was, let's see, I'm looking at my notes. It says that there's a, there was a demonic manifestation like we've never seen in 20 years of ministry. Is that ringing a bell? Talk oh. a little bit about that. So many. I mean, I've got videos and videos and videos. People can go on my Facebook page if they want and just scroll through and like watch all these videos because there's so many. Like I had to pick a few for you guys, but it's like Mm -hmm. there's so many. I want you I want you guys to see them all. Yeah. But um yeah, every service I would just demand the demons that were hiding to reveal themselves Mm. and they would start screaming out at me. So this one man uh, began to rage and growl. And so I stood and I I went and walked in front of him because who knows, like if somebody's growling, that's probably not God. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) I mean, just I didn't have to use my discernment on this. Right. Yeah. I'm like, that's a demon. So I went over there and I just said, you know, what's your name? You know, and it said its name is Rage. And I don't interview devils, but a lot of people say, you know, don't talk to devils, don't interview devils. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it is necessary for you to find the root to get them out. We have to explain more of that later. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted the people to hear also, I wanted the people around to hear this demon speaking so that they would realize and open their eyes like the spiritual realm is real. Mm-hmm. Demons are real. So I want them to hear the demon and I want mm-hmm. to put it on the microphone so that people will wake up. Yeah. They think the devil's not real. He's yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. and he's in Christians, he's in unbelievers, he's in everything. Mm-hmm. So Anyways, I, I just dealt with the spirit. I commanded it to leave. And immediately he began to cough out the demon, which is one way that people get delivered. I don't understand it. I'll be honest. A lot of you are like, why would somebody cough? I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I have no idea. I have no idea. I just know what happens when I command demons to leave. Mm -hmm. Often people cough. That's just one way. There's many other ways that people get deliverance. So he got delivered, but he came at me. He literally came at me with fist. Wow. And so who knows? You got to have a lot of faith when oh, a course. like seven foot tall man, this was no small man. Really? He was like a big You're guy? You're talking a big guy. Wow. Like literally growled and came forward at me with like, I want to kill you on his face, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But I, when I'm in the Holy Spirit, friends, nothing, you can't stop me. Like it's the Holy Spirit. It's not me. He mm-hmm. takes me over and I feel that boldness. And I was like inches from his face and I said, stop it now. And I was like, you're coming out of him. You're going to stop tormenting his life. And he got free of that one. And many other spirits began to manifest after that. So we, we went on with that for quite a few minutes um, because they don't all 
they sometimes don't all come out at once, even though Jesus cast out legion. In the same, it was yeah, multiple, multiple, in the multiple same. demons. Yeah. Wow. When one leaves, an, another one would come up and begin to wow. manifest. Um, but yeah, that's a very detail. We don't have to get into detail about that. We, yeah. we can do a deliverance uh, thing sometime because there's a lot to it. Yeah. 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 I think people would get a lot out of it, especially yeah. like, again, this move of God that we're in, like people, some people are, are experiencing God. A lot of people are experiencing God in ways they've never experienced before. Amen. Um, and are now having to walk in this authority of just like, oh, whoa, like, yeah, like right. I've been praying for people and they have been manifesting. And so right. I know there's some people who are listening to that who are like, ooh, oh my goodness. Like, right. Like, so I, I don't know. Maybe you could even just go into, I mean, you kind of talked about it just through telling the story of that man. Right. But just like say How do you do that. So, yeah, yeah, say you are praying for people like the Lord has called you. Hey, I want you to go start praying for people on the street and you start seeing demons manifest. What do you do? Absolutely. First of all, um, especially if it's an angry demon that is thrashing the person, um, we've had demons throw the person's body on the ground and start twisting the body, which mm-hmm. I will not allow because the demon wants to kill the body. Number one, mm-hmm. the demon wants to kill the person they're in because they know their time is up. They know the Holy Spirit has called them out and that they are going to leave. And so they manifest, they get mad. So we had demons grabbing grass and trying to shove it in the person's mouth to choke them. I am not kidding. You want to talk about like crazy? Y'all, yeah. I saw stuff that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. We They were grabbing the, the, the hay and the grass on the ground, trying to shove it in the eyes. But I wouldn't let it. And this is what I did because the Holy Ghost, because First of all, let me say this for all of you. When I was doing this deliverance, I had no idea what to do except to pull into the Holy Spirit Mm because I had never dealt with a demon trying to shove hay in someone's mouth before. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's like, who who normally does this? (laughs) Like, I I didn't know what to do. So I'm going, Holy Spirit, what do I do? He said, paralyze the demon. I said, okay. So when Mm -hmm. a demon is thrashing, friend, if it's throwing the person's body on the ground, if it's trying to choke the person, we've seen this, the demons will try to kill the person Mm -hmm. before they come out. Um, Because it's like, if they're going to go, they're going to go out fighting. That's the way they are. They're nasty, they're mean, and they are not going to play nice. Mm -hmm. So you better be ready to have some Holy Ghost fire and tenacity on the inside of you to take care of these things. Mm -hmm. So um, I had, I just said, I paralyze you in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. You are not allowed to move. And the second I said that, guys, listen to what happened. The body was on its back and it's like the hands got held to the ground by some unseen force. Mm -hmm. So angels or something like put this person still so that I could then deal with the demon and Mm -hmm. I was able to get it out. Um, I learned to cast out demons by casting out demons. School that of hard the, knocks right there. That yeah, is the like, only right. thing I can say. There were hour deliverances. There were two hour deliverances. There were three hour deliverances. This happened because I did not yet understand all of the things uh, and the reasons why demons even have a right. So mm-hmm. there's something called legal rights from mm-hmm. bloodline curses, from open doors of sin, unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if a demon is a manifesting, if you tell it to leave and it doesn't already start going and it tells you no, then you need to back up and you need to deal with why the demon has a legal right to tell you no. 
Mm. Okay. How much detail you guys want? Cause I can give you the whole deliverance process. Hey, let's just, uh, I mean, we're here, you know, let's just get, if it let's tells get you know, there's it. a reason. Yeah. If it yeah. tells you, no, there's a reason it knows it has a reason. It knows it has mm. a legal right. Okay. Yeah. So you have to find it. You say, what is your legal right to be here? That mm. demon has to tell you when you know you are in authority, it will tell you everything you want to know. You mm. don't need to worry. You don't need to wrestle and you don't need to scream at devils. Can I say this? You do not need to scream in loud tongues at devils. I see so many people doing this and they think their loud screaming tongues is going to make that demon leave. He's not yeah. scared of your loud screaming tongues. You know what demons are scared of? Your authority mm -hmm. and your faith. Mm -hmm. And if you know you have authority and faith, I cast out demons by whispering sometimes. Wow. You do not have to get all violent and crazy. Okay. So step one, know who you are. Have faith in the, in the name of Jesus Christ. And you do have authority to take care of it. You just have to find it. So mm -hmm. if there is a root, you can demand the demon to tell you what the legal right is. And then it's super simple. You mm -hmm. can say, I break the authority of that curse now in Jesus name. And I command this demon attached to that curse to leave this body. And mm -hmm. it will go immediately. Mm -hmm. Unless there's another reason, like the person's in unforgiveness or the yeah. person's in sin. In which case, yeah. call the person back by name. You can do that. You can push the demon back. Call the person back by name and just say, hey, listen, let's go over some things right now. And you take them mm -hmm. through a forgiveness. Lord, forgive me. Have them break curses. You'd be surprised how quick the deliverance goes after that. Mm -hmm. The demon will immediately manifest, come back and you say, OK, devil, you heard every curse is broken. They are forgiven. They are under the blood. Now you have no right and you must leave. Mm -hmm. Leave now. As soon as I say that, guys, immediately the devils wow. begin coming out. Yeah. And yeah. I um, I would even say. So like I, I used to be in missions and I, uh, I remember when I was in India, that's when I saw my first mm -hmm. demonic manifestations. Mm -hmm. um, and the interesting thing too, is that demons, whether it doesn't matter what language you speak. So this is for people, internationals who maybe you're a foreigner and you're living overseas and you're, you know, you've started experiences for the first time. Like the name of Jesus is the name of Jesus. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you've had, you know, experience with that. Amen. Yeah. Um, so just an example, there was some, a group of people, um, trying to cast out a demon one time. And I realized I was listening, I was watching and they were screaming in the name of Jesus, come out in the name of Jesus, come out in the name of Jesus, come out. Right. And this is what a lot of people think. And I've gotten so much backlash from people telling me you're doing it wrong. All you should say is in the name of Jesus, come out. And I said, listen, if that works by itself, then yeah, I would do that. But I'm trying to tell you guys, there's something called legal rights and legal mm. authorities and demons mm. know it. And they know when they have a right to be there that they don't have to leave, even if you're commanding them. And so um, I was listening to the group for five minutes and Jesus name come out and Jesus name, and they're doing the loud tongues, you know, and screaming mm. at the devil, telling it to leave. So I'm just looking to see, like, are they going to get breakthrough with this? Are they going to learn? And the demons are laughing, going, no, you can't get me out and laughing at them, mocking, laughing. So when I see that kind of response, I know there's something else going on here mm -hmm. because they should leave in the name of Jesus. So that means there is some reason while they're able to stay um, hooked in, um, you know, the reason they're holding on, there's there's a legal right. 
Um, but there's spiritual authority. You guys know that Jesus talked about spiritual authority all mm -hmm. in the word. We, yep. we see the faith of the centurion saying, if you just speak a word, you know, my servant will be healed. Mm -hmm. So there is this thing about authority. You know, Jesus even said, I don't do anything other than what I see my father do. I don't say anything other than what I see my father or hear my father mm -hmm. saying. So there is authority and the demons know it. Um, so it's usually comes through generational curses, like I said, or unforgiveness. So when you deal with those issues of, of sin and unforgiveness, you can pretty much take care of it. You just find the root, um, break those roots and the demons leave. So, yeah, I stepped in because I said, do you guys need help? I said, I'm a deliverance minister. You know, can I help? And they said, yes, please, please. Absolutely. It's like Wonder, like Woman. Guy, it's like Wonder guy, Woman showing up on the scene. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to overtake, you know, what they were doing because yeah. there's respect, you sure, know, absolutely. in that area. So yeah. I wanted them to know I'm here if you want, if you need. Okay. And so the, cause the guy was like shoving his face down on the ground and eating grass. And I'm like, wow. I, I can't take this much longer. Yeah. So the first thing I did was I got down and I paralyzed the demons. Mm. I commanded them to stop moving. And so they were not allowed to cause the person to eat grass anymore. Yeah. So, cause we want, we care about the person, right? Yeah. We and the dignity and absolutely. Yeah. And we don't want that person being abused by a devil. And it makes me so mad. Mm. You know, yeah. I'm mad at demons. They tore, yeah. they tore people they torment people so you paralyze the demon and then you ask why it has a right to be there that's what i did next it told me and i all i did was say okay i break that right in jesus name i curse it and uh, i speak now the blood of jesus over that you know sin or, or whatever it was and now i command you to loose this person and you mm. leave in jesus name yeah so it's real simple deliverance doesn't yeah. have to go long yeah well, and I mean, I'm, I, I love this conversation and, um, it, I've been feeling a lot lately. The Lord has been actually, it was through a prophetic word that Bill Bishop Bill Hammond gave me at the end of last year was to, it was something that was stirring in my, my spirit already. And then the, he confirmed it through Bishop Bill Hammond, which was like that the Lord wanted me to start praying for people. And so mm -hmm. I haven't seen any manifestation like that yet. So I'm like, I, I'm, but I know it's coming. And so I'm, yes. I'm just like, I'm taking this all in and I'll probably I really this. believe a hundred percent. The secret is number one, love, mm. love people. Let it be about love, not mm. casting out the demon. Yeah. Not it, you, the, it has to be, you know what my heart is for people to see them free. Mm. Like, and if there's a demon standing in the way of their freedom, then I'm going to rip that demon out. Yeah. Like this is yeah. where like, fire Jennifer steps in because yeah. like, like the zeal of the Lord, you know, yeah. Isaiah talks about how the zeal of the Lord will perform God's kingdom increasing mm -hmm. on the earth. Right. Mm -hmm. And his zeal performs it. That's like a passionate, zealous, fiery, consuming fire God. And when we let yeah. that passion fill us and we don't hold it back because tradition tells us to behave a certain way or whatever. I don't care. I love Jesus. I'm in love with him. I love his people. I love everyone. I want them free. And because of that, I will fight. Mm -hmm. And it's, and I've made it not about me at all. And I just, I really, really, really care about people. And yeah. this tent revival did that for me. It wrecked me. Mm -hmm. I can't explain how much it wrecked me. Mm -hmm. Like God brought these people in and we all just fell in love with each other, like a family and people would volunteer and we would just, it's like we were just family. I can't explain mm -hmm. it. I've never had this experience before. They're still with me today. We're meeting every week on Friday night. We're still going with the revival. Oh. 
and they are still with me volunteering and helping and praying for people. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like Mary Magdalene when she got delivered, you know, of the seven spirits, Mm -hmm. you couldn't make her stop following Jesus around. Mm -hmm. Like she had to follow him around. And these people got set free at the tent revival, delivered of demons Mm -hmm. and, and healed in their bodies. And so you can't stop them. They're like, mm. what do you need? I'll do it. What do you need? I'll do it. What do you need? I'll yeah. do it. And it's like, you don't have to do anything. I promise. They're like, no, I want to do this. Like you have mm. changed our lives and we want to, to serve what God is doing. So mm. it's the most beautiful thing. Like yeah, that's, that's something that I've heard from other testimonies. Like we had, um, Krista Elisha on the show and she had a big revival yes. in Oklahoma and she, she said the exact same thing. Like people wow. were getting saved and delivered. And then they immediately turning around and baptizing other people and they were getting saved and, and delivered. And so yes. it was just like this yes. amazing domino effect. Oh my goodness. We did the same thing. We really? literally did the same thing. Really? Yes. We had kids baptizing people. Oh kids. man. Yeah. She did too. She Go actually on. did too. Yeah. So, I mean, it just like, look guys, it's like, God, it's family. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. It's unity. It's all of us coming together. We're all coming together and we're being the fullness of Christ. Like Ephesians four talks about Mm. everybody has a part. Everybody's important. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. So we actually have a video now that we've talked about all this, we actually have a video (laughs) that shows a little bit of dancing, but also a little bit of deliverance as well. So go ahead and play video number three, Michael. Jesus already paid the price Mm. for you to be free. Mm. That is what is changing everything. We make it about the cross. We make it about him. It's already done. And we're just stepping into it. Mm. Amen. So great. I I mean, I still have like a million questions (laughs) in a good way. It's like, (laughs) like, 
so one thing that I've, I've been in conversations with people just in my time in ministry, um, you know, like I was in YWAM and we had students that would come through and some of them would be, you know, distraught. And to be completely honest, I didn't quite know how to answer this question. So maybe you can answer it a little bit better. Um, are there times? So I had questions where people were like, what if I have a demon inside of me? Oh, oh, I'm afraid. And, and to me, from my perspective, just from what I discerned in that instance, specifically, it was that the enemy was whispering in their ears to because they had issues with anxiety. And so mm-hmm. um, are there times where people may think they have a demon, but maybe it's just bad practices or mm-hmm. is it almost always a demon or like from your experience, what would you say? I mean, absolutely. It can be either or. I just say, listen, don't worry if you have a demon. Keep loving Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when it's time, if there is a demon in you, listen, the Holy Spirit is going to take care of it. <laughs> and the sunset free is free indeed. And Come you don't on. have to worry about crazy manifestation because I want to tell you, I interviewed people that manifested and some of them were very calm. You would not even know it was a demon manifesting. Really? And I said, why is it that you were so calm? No one could even tell that it, there was demons. Literally, I think hundreds of demons came out of this one girl. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. And, and one at a time, we spent about two hours with her down on the hay in the front of the tent. And you couldn't tell because she was just calmly sitting with her head down. And so every time a demon, you know, popped up, I, I would I would have to ask, you know, is this so and so like her name? I would, you know, is this, you know, whatever her name is? Mm-hmm. And it would, you know, say, no, who are you? Wow. You know, give me its name. Why are you here? It would tell wow. me why. And that would break the authority and the demon mm-hmm. would leave. And then so this happened over and over. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. So I asked her why are you so calm? And then we see these other like crazy manifestations. And she said, you have authority to how you, of how you manifest. Like you're, you're a spirit, you're who you are. You are hundred percent in control. And she said, I knew that I could yield to Jesus. However much percent that I wanted to yield. Mm, So she's, she said, I could yield. So I can't explain this other than people through deliverance. I've heard say the same thing. So I don't really understand it. It's like something they understand when they've gone through deliverance mm-hmm. because they'll tell me like, it feels like I'm in the back and I'm, I'm hanging out with Jesus and like the demons in the front. This wow. is, and I've heard this across the board from really? many, many wow. people because I'm interviewing them. Like, what's going on with you? Like, where are you when the demon's talking? Because mm-hmm. I want to know. I've never gone through a deliverance. So I want to know what it's like. Yeah. You know, I, I think I got my deliverance through many weeping sessions over 20 years. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea how I got delivered, yeah. but I did get delivered of things, friends. You know, we all had oppression yeah. in our life and yeah. I'm free from those things now, but I never screamed yeah. out a demon. So yeah. you can get free without a manifestation, even without even knowing it, you can get free because the Bible says what? Submit to God, resist the devil, mm-hmm. and he will flee mm-hmm. from you. Yeah. So there's no reason to fear it. You are in complete control. Um, you can allow, you know, if you, the people that had wild manifestations, they would tell me they just didn't care. Yeah. They, they said, I just didn't care if I manifested. So yeah. like the ones that were like wild flopping all over the floor and just, they let the demon like manifest so that it would come out. Like they wow. wanted it out. So they yeah. literally, they didn't control it. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. but you can still get deliverance and have a calm manifestation. So yeah. no fear. 
Yeah. And I think yeah. the thing I, I love is, is what you had talked about before we showed that video, but now people actually have documentation of it is how calm you are. And it's very obvious that yeah. you're more concerned with the, the demon and not, cause I've seen some people where they're like rough with the person. Oh yeah. Like, they make a show. Man, like, what are you doing? Like, that's a human being, you know, right. they're going to have bruises afterwards, you know? So it's like, yeah, I think that because the person I, I, is still there. They're still yeah. listening. They're still part of the experience. They're not mm -hmm. gone. Yeah. So if I'm screaming at a demon, the person is is experiencing it. Yeah. And so, also it's just like un, you know, unnecessary you know, spending of energy too, I think, especially if you're going to go like Absolutely. You know, for a long time, you know. Mm -hmm. Um so and so when people would manifest it was just sometimes it would just show up in the middle of you guys doing worship and also you're like, yep. "Oh, there there we go." And oh, then you would just we, Yeah, the first 5 minutes sometimes. And wow. like, we couldn't even get into worship because I had to immediately go into deliverance, which is fine. Wow. If that's yeah. what the Holy Spirit wants, if that person's ready to be free. And I asked them later, because like they had been attending the revival for um, weeks. And I asked them after I said, why are you getting delivered now? You've been here for 10 weeks. Like, what is going on? Like, why didn't the demons manifest earlier? You mm. know, I'm thinking mm. like, if there were demons there and everybody else is manifesting and all of these things are happening, why didn't yours? And she said, I wasn't ready. Wow. She said, she said, I said, what was different? She said, I threw myself at Jesus today. Wow. She literally threw herself down at the altar. She was weeping within 30 seconds of the first note of worship hitting. Yeah. Like she was going after God. She was hungry. She was hungry. And I've noticed that the people that are hungry and they're like, I am here to get delivered. They get it. Every yeah. single one of them, yeah. people driving from out of state. They'll drive hours and hours and hours because they need deliverance. They'll come expecting and God will deliver them wow. every single time. So you're seeing that? You're seeing people actually drive from out of state oh, to your guys' yes. revival? We've had almost every state at the revival. No I way. I forgot to mention that earlier. Wow. Um, we, from everywhere, like Washington, California, um, Arkansas, Texas, Idaho, wow. uh, Montana, South Dakota, Indiana, Illinois, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. I mean, like South Carolina, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Canada. Somebody drove 17 hours from Canada for one night. Wow. To be there. Come on, man. And you better believe she got what she came for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If you're hungry, guys, God will meet you. Go yeah. after him. Don't hold mm -hmm. back. And we've been yeah. seeing people delivered on the live streams and on my personal live streams that I do where I pray for people and they get delivered. Mm -hmm. We saw like over 30 deliverances on one live stream. No way. Just, just a month ago. Jeez. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I was weeping. I was just weeping. I didn't know. Man, <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. Crazy. So you actually have a, um, I don't know if you have this, it's from Facebook. It's a written testimony, but mm -hmm. you included it. Um, and yeah. do you have that in front of you to be able to read or do you want me to read it? Yeah. If you want to read the story from okay. the family. Yeah, yep. that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. So it says, uh, Jennifer, we had no idea what we were walking into last Saturday night. We had only just heard about the tent revival and knew nothing about you or your ministry at all. Not quite a typical activity for us. The first time I actually laid eyes on you was when I stumbled up to the front of the altar and saw you casting demons out of my sweet teenage daughter. I've been a spirit-filled believer for two decades. I passionately love the Lord and have been dreaming prophetically and praying for revival for years. I had zero experience with what I was witnessing. 
I felt such deep grief that my girl had been in torment for so long and didn't have the discernment to help her fully. There are no words to describe the ache of gratitude in my mother's heart to see another mama loving my daughter with such fierceness and fiery love that would sit in the hay and wipe the demonic spit off of her uh, sweet face while you contended for her freedom. I was stunned and could only pray in the spirit and agree with you. Her deliverance was so compelling in the spirit that the next night we loaded up cars full of people, walked through the mud and the rain thinking, what are we doing right now? This feels nuts. Mother's Day, here we are in the dirt and water and mud with no lights and no heat, but full of a raw, fresh faith. And I stood in awe of the Lord as another unsuspecting night unfolded. And you spent the second night in a row casting demons out of another of our family members. My mother's heart was shattering with gratitude and love. I felt like a puddle of surrender and brokenness of thankfulness to the Lord and to you. It was sacrificial love with such audacity. After you prayed for me and a, a few other members of my, our family, the Holy Spirit began to come on me in a new way it never had before. I've warred in the Spirit before, but I could feel it building to a capacity like never before. That night, as I lay down in my bed, exhausted and thankful and broken and full, the Holy Spirit just started pouring on me like fire. I could feel the demonic pressing in on my chest, and so I surrendered to this powerful anointing and I had been witnessing. Until almost five in the morning, waves of the Holy Spirit poured over me and the demonic influences that I didn't even know were there left. I saw my ceiling open like a portal to heaven. I saw demons fleeing my room and angels coming in more and more. Finally, at 5 a.m., I fell asleep for two hours. I woke up at 7 and the filling of the Spirit uh, continued with intensity until about 1 p.m. that day. It is multiplying through our family, and our house is so full of the glory of God, we can hardly do quote-unquote normal life. My family members are being baptized in the hot tub, come on, in the backyard and filled with the Holy Spirit. Revival has broken out with our family. Confessions, deliverance, prayer, laughter, joy, love, and fullness like never before. Love and joy and gratitude and prayer to an anointed level I've never experienced before. And we're almost done. They talk about you like you're an uh, in, in auntie they love so much so we love you and we are beyond thankful for you that th uh, that word feels so small we know it is the lord and we are also thankful for your faithfulness and obedience and your love jennifer the anointing of god's love on you is so powerfully it's it's stunningly beautiful in the spirit my kids want to be just like you what more could i ask for thank you for helping us get free we are believing it is the first fruits of revival, and we want in. Revival is happening in our house, and I pray it it keeps happening like this until there's wildfires spread all over. We love you so much. Oh my goodness, what a gift, though! Like, my goodness, oh man. Yeah, yeah. that gets me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I would do it all over again just for that. Yeah, just for one, I would do it again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I love people very intensely, and that's what matters to me, that people feel that love of God. And they would tell me, you know, they said they see, they've see they seen deliverance ministers since then, and they've followed some. And they said, you know what's different about you, Jennifer? We could feel love from you when you were casting the demons out. Mm -hmm. 
Like they know I care about them, that I don't just care about like the show of casting out a demon. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would rather do it privately than publicly, but it needs to be done some publicly so that people see it. But I just love people. I do. And they feel it. So yeah, yeah. I think it's obvious. um, I think it's, I think it's obvious. Um, Okay. So this kind of leads us into our final section. And I actually, to be honest, um, I kind of want you to pray for people when at the end, there's a lot of, we've talked about this in other episodes, you know, obviously this is, this is a show that's for everybody, but we are definitely pinpointing millennials and Gen Z and even younger that there's a lot of people, even in my generation that have a lot of um, soul wounds. Um, Even if they're believers, there's these things that they're holding on to. Um, And so at the end, I want you to just pray, feel, uh, pray as you feel led, uh, Cause I'm looking Absolutely. for some really cool testimonies as a result of this. And even people that are like, I want, yeah. Like Lord, give me the, uh, the, the awareness of my authority even in this. Um, yes, definitely that. But, uh, before we get there, you, so you started in April, you were doing it intense. And then, uh, it says on night 23, uh, you guys had your first, you moved indoors. Right. The lease of our land was up. We had the land used for 30 days. So we had to find somewhere to go if we were going to continue. And thankfully, there were some friends of ours that said we could use their church. Come on. Mm -hmm. That's great. So we have a um, Michael, just go ahead and play that last video. And this is this is still going on every Friday, you said, right? Every Friday. Yes. Yes. Where's that? I get that address. For those mm-hmm. that come from out of state, even. Yeah, it's 1607 Hamilton Drive, Murfreesboro, mm. Tennessee. Mm. We start serving food at 6 p.m. We we feed everyone. We love oh. to feed people. So we have a big smorgasbord of food. So come mm. early and eat and fellowship with us and chat and talk and drink coffee and hot chocolate and all the mm. things. And because we're a family, so we fellowship, mm. you know, and then mm. we get into worship at seven. Man. That sounds, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. How exciting. Uh, I'm just, you know, you and other people, um, I just want to thank you for being obedient to the Lord. Um, and it's just such a blessing to even just be able to see this. Um, cause there's so many people that I've talked to even now that are like, they don't know that all of this is happening and it's happening everywhere. Yes. Um, and you just, it just depends on where you're looking. Um, and Amen. so, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, it's great. It's so Amen. great. Yeah. Amen. So, it's okay, beautiful. Well, I hope it never stops. You know, I, I know. just really do. I beg the Lord. I'm like, Lord, please, please yeah. let us all in and, and the glory. I didn't even talk about that, but the glory that comes during worship, mm. people walk in that have been at the Brownsville school of ministry and that were there during Steve Hill and during the revival from mm-hmm. 1995, you yeah. know, to 2000 and on. And they, when they first just walked through the doors, they said they felt the same presence wow. as at Brownsville when Steve mm-hmm. Hill was preaching. And so there's a glory there that I didn't know. So I love that God is sending these people to confirm to me, but the presence of God is the mm-hmm. best part. Like we love him and we come together to meet with him. There is mm-hmm. no other agenda. Yeah. That's, That's it. So good. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, we're out of time, but uh, I, I wanted to actually provide a little bit of time for you to to just pray as you feel led for people and take as much time as you need. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So friends, if you, if you need freedom right now, I just want you just to open your heart. And even if you don't know me personally, that's okay. You know, the Lord, you know, the Holy spirit. So I'm asking you to trust him right now and open your heart to him that he's going to meet with you right there where you are and his presence is going to touch you. So, Lord, I just thank you right now for everyone watching. God, they are hungry and they want you to move in their life and you're not going to hold back. Not one second, Lord, not one thing are you going to hold back because you want us to have all of you. And that's why you sent Jesus so that we could come into the fullness of your presence, Lord. You want us to come into the Holy of Holies. That's why you're here. And Holy Spirit, that's why you've come. You've come to bring us all into that place of intimacy. So Lord, I just release that now on everyone. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to touch every single heart right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, anywhere where there is trauma, or oppression, or any kind of demonic spirit that is holding them back from the freedom that Jesus paid the price for in his own precious blood. I just command those things to leave. Holy Spirit, I thank you now for going into every heart right now and begin to mend where there is brokenness, begin to heal where there is sickness, and Lord, begin to set them free and break every chain, God of the enemy, in Jesus' name. I just curse every root in your life of generational sin where demons have been active in Jesus name. I break the power of the curses now and I command all the demonic spirits and activity around those curses to leave you now in Jesus name. All torment of the enemy has to leave. I command you to come up and off of these people now. Every demonic spirit you have lost your role and reign, and you are no longer allowed to torment them or touch them. In Jesus' name, we command you to leave and never come back. Now, I just release forgiveness over your sins, friend. Right now, I forgive you. I love you. I choose to love you and I choose to forgive you. So I release the power of that forgiveness over you now so that you can be free of condemnation and shame and any kind of weight of heaviness that the enemy has tried to put on you. I set you free from fear and worry, anxiety, panic. I set you free from addiction. I set you free from lust. I set you free from any power of the enemy. Fear and death and sickness has to leave now. In Jesus' name, leave them. Every demonic spirit attached to your mind, I command it to break now. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I just speak the freedom of the Holy Ghost over you. And Holy Spirit, I trust you now that you're touching them, you're delivering them. So friend, if you're feeling that on you right now, you're feeling the power of God on you, and you might be feeling like weeping, you might be uh, feeling things like, like leaving you, coming up and off of you, just let those things go. Just release them to the Lord now. Just let it all leave you now. Sometimes uh, the things will leave through a coughing, through yawning, through burping, through weeping, through shaking, through all kinds of things that, that as the demons are being pulled out of your body by the power of the Holy Ghost, the body responds and it reacts to that. It reacts to power moving. It reacts to the, the demons leaving and that's okay. Just let them leave in Jesus name and they are never going to return. And Holy Spirit, as you're delivering them right now, I just thank you for filling them with the power of the Holy Spirit where they are not filled. Lord, if they've never been filled, I ask you now to fill them in Jesus name and everywhere where demons and oppression 
was hiding in your life in trauma and torment. I speak the anointing into those places and I speak love by the power of the Holy Spirit into those places in you. Holy Spirit, fill up every void in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank Amen. you, God. Man. God. Jennifer, this has been this has been really, really good. Um, I'm getting as much out of it as everybody else, I'm sure, you know, um, Thank you. It's, it's been so great. Thank you for sharing your experience and your, your knowledge. And, um, I Absolutely. mean, it's such a good reminder that it's, it's to love people. Yes. And that that's where it starts. Um, it's everything. God yeah. loves you friends. God loves all of us. Like he just wants us to know it. He mm. wants us to feel it and he wants us to receive his love. This mm. is his, this is his like deepest desire that we would just receive mm-hmm. his love. And you don't have to seek after all the things. I want to make it simple. It's my last point that I'll make because yeah. I think it's the most important point of all. You don't have to seek after all the things. You don't have to seek after the anointing and you don't have to seek after gifts, even though those are things. Paul wrote to us and he told us in the Bible, pursue love, mm-hmm. follow after love. And he understood the secret. This is where the anointing flows from. And this is what the Holy Spirit wants. He just wants us to love God and to love each other. And if you do that, friend, you're going to find that when you pray for people, they'll be healed. When you when you pray for them and demons manifest, they'll come out. And it's because you've let love have its perfect work inside of you. And you've become rooted and grounded. And nothing can shake you anymore because you know who you are and you know who you belong to. So receive his love, friend. And just be free in Jesus' name. Yeah. So write, you know, either write Jennifer personally on Facebook, write, you know, comment on one of her videos, comment in this. Uh, just let us know how how you've been impacted by this and and set free or, um, you know, whatever you guys like. Please let us know. We're 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 just as encouraged by those by those testimonies as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jennifer, how can people follow you? Obviously, you mentioned your Facebook. Um, yes. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. I think the easiest way would be to go to our website and get our monthly newsletter Mm. so that you don't miss things. And also that's a way to connect to all the other things. So it's a one-stop place, easy to go to contagiouslove.com. Awesome. And then, oh, before we forget your husband, by the time this is airing, your husband's got a really cool thing that's uh, being unveiled for the world to see. What is that? He does. I hope the world is ready. <laughs> but it's he, my husband is so musically talented. Um, he has come up with all of these eclectic, beautiful, I mean, songs that are a mix of so many different styles. So I can't really pin him in like a genre. Um, he's got his own beautiful style of the way he writes the melodies. So guys, he's telling his story through many of them of how he got set free through of drug addiction and suicidal thoughts mm. in his own life. So he tells a story, but it's just beautiful. So it's coming out. Um, you'll see it. It's it's by the time you see this, um, it's out Monday, Martin, M-U-N-D-A-Y, Martin. And you will see his his single silver lining. Um, you can go on my Facebook page. I've shared it, his Facebook page. You can find us easily mm-hmm. and you guys can just enjoy, enjoy the music. I think total, there's going to be more than 20 songs coming out. And so, yeah, we're excited. They're beautiful. They're amazing. You guys will love it. 
Yeah. And then one last thing that I want to plug just on my own is her book, which I have not, I, I told her I have not read it yet, but it is on my, it's been on my list, which is Awaken the Dark Horse Prophet. Yeah. Check out last, um, we'll put it in the description, the last interview between Jennifer and Steve from last year, where she talks, she gives a little bit about her testimony, but then she really goes into that book and how it's, it is so for right now. So for it any is. of you guys, any of you that are feeling like you've been hidden away and you feel like the Lord is pulling you into, you know, um, a new arena, like that book is for you. Um, and so watch that interview with Jennifer. It's really, really great. Um, but also get the book and you can get it on Elijah list. Um, you can also get it on Amazon. You, I'm, I would imagine maybe you can get it on your guys' store. Yeah, I don't or know. you can come to the yeah. revival and get it for free. There we go. Get it for free. We, we just throw our <laughs> books to everybody. We're like, here, because we're in the love of Jesus. We can't help it. Yeah. We're like, everybody yeah. have a book. It's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So um, Jennifer, yeah, again, I, I can't thank you enough. Like it, yeah. this has been really, really, really great. So I think a yeah. lot of people are going to be blessed by this. So. Yeah. But please bless Elijah's dreams and guys get the book through them. Okay. Mm. I'd rather Aww. them be blessed for doing this. Yeah, please. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, give to them because what you guys are doing is amazing. It's keeping the church unified and it mm. is so vital. So bless you. Bless you for everything mm. you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Such thank an you. honor. All right, guys, that is our show. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fires presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.